Once again, I'd like to welcome you to the Startup <laughs> Fan Podcast. I'm Mark. I'm Juno. And today is part two of our deep dive into Utami Hayashishida. Uh The first part, we started off basically talking about her growing up, why she got into wrestling. Her first two years, including the greatest first year of anybody that I could think of in a wrestling, right? And then we yeah. left off at November 15th, 2020? Yeah, well, yeah. So tw- 2018, the greatest probably rookie year of any wrestler ever, maybe. 2019, she was on, like, the same superstar path. Oh, here's a good picture. And she hurts her thumb. Uh, so that was the first part of that year. She comes back, hurts a different finger. And then by the end of the year, she ends up, I think, following it up, winning the five star. I think that's where we left off, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, she wins the five star. And in between that and her championship opportunity, she ends up winning the goddesses title this time with with Saya Kamatani over a weight of tie. And yeah, then it gets uh really exciting. And you had uh. I haven't had a chance to go back and rewatch what was rated best match of the year for 2020, but I believe you did. Yeah, so we got to her winning the five star over Himika, who that year was a monster, had the most points out of anyone in the whole tournament. And then the final match, she um, she just she goes to a draw with Shiri, and then has to immediately. Like I think she gets like a two minute break while they do the awards. Get back in the ring to face Himika, like who's been on a air who's and Himika had over an hour's rest. It's really cool and crazy all at the same time that they did that. Did you wanna hop right into the cliffhanger of the last episode was November fifteenth, World of Stardom Championship match. The winner of the five star GP gets to go up against <laughs> the champion who ends up being the stardom icon who she hasn't beaten yet in her short career. My Huiwatani. Yeah. So I thought it would be fun because it's it's like you can't gloss over winning the world title, especially in a company where that means something. So I wanted to do I did something I thought would be fun where I made uh I took notes like Granny if you guys know from Brian and Vinny show and I figured I'd just to break down the match. Yeah, so bit, so first of all, before we talk about the match, you have to talk about the way they come out because Utami comes out and she's in like a studded out leather duster. She's got the Queen's Quest mask on. She's got the Queen's Quest flag. And, you know, her outfit here, I, I, thought, we, I thought it kind of looked like Wonder Woman or like a gladiator. It looks really cool. And then Mayu nice. comes out, and she's got a mask with a tail on the mask. And then I, she didn't have, she, she didn't, ha- at 2020, she didn't have a tail on her, like, butt, but she did have one on the mask, so that was a little <laughs> bit baffling. She comes out in, like, a bedazzled, feathered, like, laser light show. It was crazy. Oh, and she came out with the, this will be important later, she was using the original World of Stardom title with, like, the big wings on it. Oh, that's cool. As, like, the being in the, you know, Stardom original rookie class, she's like, I'm going to use the old belt. So they both looked, like, larger than life. 
match before the match starts. Mayu goes to shake Utami's hand before the bell, and Utami just like shrugs and like laughs her off. <laughs> the ref's like, "No shake, okay." Rings the bell. The bell rings, and they just stare at each other for a minute. Mayu goes for a handshake again. This time, Utami accepts. Little mind games. It's a strength, and Mayu actually overpowers Utami. They lock up a second time because Mayu threw Utami to the floor. They lock up a second time, and this time you got this young superstar Utami, and like uh, instead of just going for power, they start grappling. Utami outgrapples Mayu. Mayu kicks it up a gear, and now she like feeling out process is starting to be over, and Utami or Mayu starts out wrestling Utami. Now Utami she kicks it up a gear, and starts to do overpower Mayu like he thought that was all my strength basically they just break and then <laughs> they look at each other for a minute they lock up again Utami forces Mayu into the ropes the ref calls for a break and uh, Utami does like that thing Okada does where she just slowly lifts the hands up and backs away <laughs> did, 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 she, uh, did she give her a little slap at the end a little well, slap on the chest like there there they, they go back to the center of the ring. They lock up again. This time, Mayu forces Utami to the ropes. The ref calls for the break. Mayu slowly takes her hands off Utami. Gives her a little smirk. And he slaps Utami with the hardest slap I think I've ever seen in my life. Nice. Just being a little, yeah, being a little shit. And then uh, Utami responded from... From that, by running Mayu over like a Mack truck with a shoulder tackle. Utami goes for another shoulder tackle, but Mayu counters it, grabs her arm, and puts her in a Kimura lock. Utami drags herself to the ropes and for the rope break. Now, Mayu, while Utami's, you know, nursing the arm, goes to work taking apart her arm with kicks, arm bars, and all sorts of Zack Saber joint manipulation stuff. Oh, that's awesome. Um, Mayu eventually shoots Utami into the ropes. Utami comes back and hits a drop kick. And now <laughs> Utami's in control. Body slam. Body slam. <laughs> Body slam. <laughs> Cover. Kick out. <laughs> now Utami puts on a camel clutch. Mayu crawls to the ropes. Utami... Not letting Mayu back up, puts her in a head scissor choke, but Mayu gets to the rope. Now Utami gets up, and after Mayu gets to the rope, and just starts stomping the hell out of the back of Mayu's head and neck. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. You're painting so, a great picture of a of a probably twenty minute match. I like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I worked hard on this. So she starts kicking the hell out of like just stomping on her. She backs off. She waits for Mayu to start pulling herself up on the ropes. Runs at her. Utami runs at her and hits a drop kick to the back of Mayu's neck. And a couple elbows. Finally, <laughs> Utami climbs to the second uh, turnbuckle and hits Mayu with another drop kick to the back of her neck and sends Mayu flying face first to the mat. You know, I used to hate those. Remember when... um sidebar like those drop kicks to the back apparently it's become commonplace or it is or was because when was it 
uh, Sasha Banks, who paralyzed Paige with a dropkick to the back of the back, right? <laughs> I was like, and yeah, then knocked her back out of wrestling. I'm like, what a stupid move. And now it's like, it happens all the time. The problem, you know, see, this is the thing. The problem is, it's not Mayu taking the bump. When you're Mayu Iwatani, and you can... Oh. Well, that's right. She's also Gumby. She is Gumby. <laughs> yeah, so she takes one of those brutal drop kicks, and she sends her flying face first. Mayu crawls to the corner. She goes to pull herself up using, like, the turnbuckle. Tarm... Uh, Utami charges at Mayu, but Mayu dodges. She rolls Utami up, hits her with a kick to the mouth that takes control. Now, Utami, at this point, from this like big kick, is probably checking to see if she's like has any teeth left and is leaning on the bottom rope. Mayu hits the ropes and comes flying back into Utami with a drop kick that takes Utami's head off and sends her sprawling onto the apron. Mayu screams and gets the crowd pumped up. She picks Utami up. While they're on the apron, the ref is like pleading for them to get back into the ring. I just looks at the ref and just ignores them and spikes Utami with a tombstone pile driver, sending her like lifeless body to the floor. Oh, God. At this point, yeah. So at that point, the ref, Tommy goes like just like a sack of rocks straight to the floor, not moving. The ref jumps out of the ring. Checks on Utami and makes sure she's okay. Now, before Utami starts to pull herself up using the ring apron and, you know, not wanting to give Utami a chance to rest more than she has to because the ref literally shoves Mayu out of the way and jumps out to check on Utami. Mayu hits the ropes again. She goes flying and tosses herself recklessly with a suicide dive, taking out herself, Utami, and about four other girls at ringside. At this point, the ref starts his count. He's like, all right. Which I noticed that's a lot in stardom, where the ref likes to let a lot of stuff go, and then they do something like he thinks is, all right, if I don't start counting in this back in the ring, one of them's going to die. The uh, (laughs) Kevin Kelly says it best. He's like, well, in Japan, the referees have a a long whistle, if if you will. They'll let a lot of stuff go as long as it's on the outside of the ring. But eventually, he's got to start counting and get the action back in the ring. (laughs) So the ref starts his count. And they're both down at this point. Mayu gets up first. And eventually, she throws Utami back in the ring at the count of 15. She doesn't want to win by count out. Big mistake. (laughs) She had Utami beat. Mayu goes to the top rope and hits a big missile dropkick to Utami. But um, as she's landing, it's a pretty rough landing. And uh, Mayu slams her back of her head on the mat. She crawls over to Tommy, holding, like, the back of her head. I don't know who got the worst of that move. Mayu goes for the pin, and Tommy kicks out at, like, two and three quarters. Mayu hits a bridging German suplex, and Tommy kicks out again. Mayu calls for the moonsault. She starts to climb the ropes with her back turned. Tommy pops up desperately, knowing that that's probably going to end the match if she gets hit by that move. She... Gr- Grabs Mayu from behind, picks her up off the ropes, carries her to the center of the ring, and hits yes. her at least German suplex, yes. swinging Mayu like 
10th beat. And now both girls are down. <laughs> Tommy gets up first. This time, now she drags Mayu to the apron for a little revenge and spikes her with an air raid crash. Tommy, she the way that she lands, she ends up on the floor. She positions... Again? There's a lot yeah. of floor action for this. <laughs> yeah, for sure. She she lands on the floor. Mayu's she's basically just landed on the apron. Utami positions Mayu so her head's dangling off the apron and just begins kicking her in the face a bunch of times. Followed by she backs up, gets a running start. It's a big running drop kick, like punting Mayu's head <laughs> with enough force that it sends Mayu spinning ninety degrees. Now she's laying flat on the apron. So Mayu is somehow still conscious from that. <laughs> she starts getting up. Tommy comes from behind and puts a sleeper hold on Mayu and drags her from the apron over the top rope into the center of the ring. They're standing at the so she drags her over the top rope. They're standing. Mayu tries uh dragging both of them to the rope for the break and Utami drags her to the center of the ring. She does she tries that for a, a couple minutes uh, not a couple minutes, you know, a couple times. And finally Utami getting sick of that shit drags her to the center of the ring and just starts spinning her. You know how Lady C does her spin? Yes. Yeah, but it's a sleeper hold, so by the neck. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> She does it about four or five spins, stops, and without letting go of the sleeper hold, just slams her with a judo flip. So now she's got the... Yeah. Oh, For someone, we say it because we watched a couple of these matches and we watched a lot of highlights of her first year. And and this is 2020. She's only been wrestling for barely two years, right? And to rely on a whole bunch of that black belt judo, that stuff looks so good. So oh, whenever, yeah. whenever there's like the judo and she's just laying them down hard, but you know, flat on the back, it's, I mean, that is good wrestling. Yeah. She, um, is a, you told me a black belt in, uh, judo. So she used to, she uses a lot of that, especially in her early matches where she's not confident in the wrestling moves yet. Yeah. So it's like, I might not be able to do a lot, but I, I can throw you around for a very long time. And she's apparently got cardio for days since her since day one. <laughs> yeah, so she judo slams Mayu. Still got the sleeper hold in. She's like on Mayu's back. Mayu's trying to drag them both over to the rope. And Utami does something I don't think I've ever seen before. So Mayu starts inching her way to the bottom rope while they're on the ground. And right as Mayu starts to like stretch her foot out, you know, to get the rope, Tommy takes her leg and lifts Mayu's leg up. Like, uh-uh, you're not getting the rope, bitch. <laughs> oh, that's cool. And then, you know, Mayu eventually gets her leg free and lunges out to the rope. But I just thought that was, like, so cool. Yeah, there's a lot of that cool stuff. And that's what's fun about, like, the really good wrestlers and, and, and stardom is you'll see stuff like that. And um, Starlight's been doing a lot of fun stuff with her submission like that, right? Like, yeah. so when someone starts re- reaching for the rope, it's like, no, I'm not going to just let you reach. I'm going to grab that arm, and I'm going to pull that behind your neck. <laughs> it's like, or, why would I let you do this? Or simple stuff where they're, like, pinning them by the ropes, and they go and they tuck the arm. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Tuck the arm so you can't reach the rope. It's like, you know, yeah. stuff that makes sense. But most wrestlers or companies are too lazy to teach the basics, which is why stardom, in my opinion, New Japan are amazing because before you're even allowed to go in the ring, you better know how to do the basics. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, God forbid, right? God forbid you can do a Boston Crab and a drop kick. <laughs> and, and your strikes don't look like horse shit. All right, back oh. on track. Also, if you're reading... I just like that a lot, honestly. <laughs> what? Uh, just just the little things. Like, yeah, like... for the rope and then not letting it happen. I'm like, I mean, that's the type of stuff that's just different. It's the type of stuff where you're so good, you're thinking about stuff that no one else even comp they're just worried about doing the move getting the pin they're like no wait i can hook this arm kick that leg out or you know little stuff mm -hmm. i'm reading this off my phone by the way so i can't look at the chat oh that's cool i'm interacting with some of these guys they're fun oh, enigmas good. enigmas here you we got uh a couple people saying they just started and your videos are the reason that everything is awesome Especially Eris Sub says, hey, man, your videos helped me out. And Enigma throwing us a bone oh. says, we are awesome. And of course we're awesome. <laughs> and Hendrix agrees. <laughs> Thanks, guys. I mean, feel free to comment how awesome we are to your heart's content. All right. So Tom, <laughs> Mayu gets her foot. She's in the sleeper hold. She lunges. She gets the rope break. Utami doesn't waste any time. She lets go. She picks Mayu up from behind by the waist looking for, like, you know, she's got the German suplex pin. Mm-hmm. And that. this is... You're going to have to picture this with me, right? So while Utami is holding Mayu up by the waist, Mayu starts to wiggle free, and she, like, desperately... She's like, she almost gets free, and basically, Utami's got her from behind by the waist, and Mayu starts to wheelbarrow crawl her way to the ropes. She gets one hand on the bottom rope, another hand on the second rope, like she's <laughs> climbing up the ropes. Um, and Utami says, yeah, fuck that rope break. It just <laughs> yanks her off the ropes and hits her bridging German, plants her for the pin. That was the win? No, 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 no. So she's pinning oh, my. I was gonna say because there's a there's a piece of me that would have actually probably been upset watching that. Like, ref, you gotta break that. <laughs> hey, Tommy, Tommy broke it. <laughs> no, maybe it's one of those deals where you know the ref will kick a, a foot off the ropes if it's if he doesn't think it's uh, good enough <laughs> grabs. Like, it's a, is it really a rope break if your opponent can just pull you off of it? Fair enough. So she's doing her bridging German, and Mayu doesn't even kick out. She just like slumps over and like ro does like a rolls over under her head, like under her stomach. Mm. One of those. Yeah, because she's Gumby. She just instead of kicking out, she just sort of folds. Well, she, it's not even a kick out. She's she's do she just got German suplex. She's got you know where like their neck, head and neck are on the ground, and so are their feet. <laughs> yeah, and she just kind of like finishes the we call it somersault yeah i just Jump. picture her folding in half yeah just folding in half do that. <laughs> so that didn't work so tommy picks mayu over her head looking for her argentine backbreaker submission hold mayu 
wiggles to Tommy's back. And first of all, I got to say that Tommy is just a beast to be able to have a grown woman be able to climb on her like a jungle gym. Mayu climbs like onto Utami's back and reverses her backbreaker with a crucifix bomb. You know that move. Drives Utami to the mat and Utami kicks out at like 2.8. It was a close one. How, what's the crowd sound like with their COVID protocols? Are they accidentally making noise? Oh, yeah. I love the Japanese crowd. It's like, it almost <laughs> means more when it's dead silent and you just hear like yeah. a gasp, like the yeah, air's, yeah, yeah. air's leaving the building. <laughs> That's so cool. You might be asking yourself, like, wait, that was like almost the end of the match. Like, I was just, I've been talking about Utami brutalizing Mayu for like 10 minutes now. And she almost, she got like a 2.8, 2.9. Well, that's because it wasn't like a holy shit. How did Utami kick out of that? Because Utami's face sold it. Like, did this chick just, did this bitch just climb me like a jungle gym and crucifix <laughs> on me? <laughs> like, she couldn't believe it. So, both these girls, they get up from that pin. And it's kind of like a turning point in the match where they're looking to gain momentum. And they start doing the thing where they start trading blows, you know? Oh, the little boo yays? Are they yay yays? I mean, everyone's a fan favorite at this point. Yeah, they start doing that. But it's not your standard, uh, let's, yeah, boo yays hit each other back and forth a bunch of times to see who can take it, right? Because Mayu hits Utami. Then Utami hits Mayu. And then they give each other a look like, oh, we're doing this? And then <laughs> there was about three hits because Mayu hits Utami. Utami hits Mayu. Mayu hits the floor. <laughs> Knockout blow. Cool. Ref literally shoves Utami out of the way and dives over, covering Mayu and checks on her and making sure she didn't just get knocked out. You Utami. know, one of the you're the stardom icon when you sold to the point that the ref is worried that you're unconscious or she's unconscious. <laughs> one of the two is true. <laughs> yeah, but it's like they both get up from like the the pin attempt, and you know you you can't just because you got to hit each other once or twice. Let let everyone know like, oh, we're about to. It's so cringe. You say it. Say booyah. Well, I don't know. That's just something I always because you know they hit one person <laughs> yeah, hits and they go boo, and the other yay. person hits and they go yay. I don't know what people call it. I just like to call them the booyays. <laughs> yeah, but you got to do it a couple of times to like let your opponent and everyone know like, oh, this is what we're doing. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Go blow for blow. Yeah, it's really Except... good when they start on the floor and they start booyaying from their knees all the way to start standing up. Except Mayu hits Utami, and then Utami just does a knockout blow to Mayu. <laughs> like, wasn't well, even close. But Utami rushes over, and she just shoves the ref out of the way. Like, she's getting a little handsy with the with the ref. She's getting a little risky with the rules, like just yanking Mayu off the ropes. She picks up Mayu, and she hits her with another Celtic cross and covers her. Mayu kicks out at, like, 2.999. Utami's face is like, I cannot believe she just kicked out of that. Awesome. At this point, Utami's only got one more move in her arsenal, right? So she calls her shot like Babe Ruth, picks up Mayu for her spinning razor's edge. Yeah. Picks her up, lifts her up over her head. Mayu wiggles free. Utami turns around. Super kick! <laughs> Who doesn't love a Mayu super kick? 
followed by Mayu jumps from the ground onto Tommy's shoulders for reverse poison Rana. Oh, that's a Mayu special. And Mayu rolls up Utami, and I'm telling you, like, that 2.9999, and uh, you should round up, because that was three. The ref... (laughs) (laughs) up. Yeah, it was a three count. Like, well... Maybe. (laughs) Utami goes to her knee, like, she starts to get back up after that. Uh, she gets to her knees, and Utami, or Mayu just does a roundhouse kick, takes Utami's head off. That's um, awesome. Mayu picks up Utami. She hits her with a German suplex. Uh, bridged. That's not enough. Now Mayu calls for her moonsault a second time. Remember the first time she goes for it, Utami drops Mayu on her head. She calls for the moonsault. She goes to the top rope, Picture perfect, soaring through the air. Mayu nails it. That's not enough. Now yes. Mayu, she's only think like I have. There's only one move I haven't tried yet. She goes for the her finisher, the dragon suplex. She gets Utami from behind. Oh. Utami reverses and puts Mayu in a sleeper hold. Before the um, that's how Mayu beat him in their first uh match. They in uh, the 2018 G1, uh, Mayu beat her with that uh, dragon suplex pin thing, right? So this time, the, she goes for the same finish, and Utami's like, no, 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 Ben here done that. Yeah, gets her in another sleeper hold, which I... She doesn't do that nearly enough. I love that about Utami's arsenal. Like, when in doubt, just choke a bitch out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So, I think this is maybe the third time she's put her in a sleeper hold. Mayu goes for her dragon suplex. Tommy reverses it and gets Mayu in another sleeper. Mayu nearly gets to the rope. Tommy drags her back to the center of the ring. And Judo Flip slams her onto the ground again. Yes. I love that move. When in doubt. Um... She couldn't hang. She doesn't hang on to the sleeper hold. Now she just puts her in a guillotine choke. <laughs> Mayu starts fighting her way back standing, and fights for the rope. But Utami hits her with a neck breaker. She, Tommy puts Mayu in another guillotine choke, and this time, it's a guillotine choke. Utami's got her back, like flat on the mat with her legs wrapped around Mayu. So Mayu has to drag Utami's full weight if she wants to get to the ropes. Um, at this point in the match, Mayu doesn't have the strength to do that. So, like, she can't. She tries. She's just, like, flailing around. Mayu's head starts literally turning purple. And, to be honest, so is Utami. She's, like, squeezing Mayu's oh. head like she wants to pop it. <laughs> That's awesome. The ref starts, like, pleading with Mayu, telling her, like, hey, you gotta do something. You don't do something. I gotta call it. And then, like, out of desperation, Mayu just wraps her arms around Utami in a bear hug. Just starts rolling them both over into the ropes. Tommy looks pissed? Excited? (laughs) In control? Cool, royal, beautiful? Damn right. She, uh, picks up Mayu, hits her with a suplex, goes for the cover. Uh, Mayu... Remember, she just literally had the life choked out of her. Let's out like a blood curdling scream and 
she does the kind of kick out where it's not even a kick out, you know, where it's just like pure adrenaline and they use like their whole body and they just like hulk it out and just power themselves their shoulder up. Yeah, yeah, it's just a slow motion. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, the only yeah. noise that can be made to describe it. It's like, how would you describe it? You know, like. Mayu's <laughs> in trouble. Tommy picks up Mayu and hits her with a torture rack bomb, and yes. somehow Mayu kicks out. Uh, icon, yeah. icon problems. I'll say like that. Yeah, you're talking about the crowd, like where you literally hear the air like leave the building when she kicks out. Where they're all like, <gasps> and no one was more surprised that Mayu kicked out than Mayu. Like her face. <laughs> She's so funny when she does that. <laughs> she starts looking at the ref too, too, too. Oh, thank God. <laughs> yeah. So Mayu's got literally nothing left in the tank. Mayu, Tommy goes to pick up Mayu again. This hit her uh, spinning razor's edge. But Mayu reverses it into a roll up, and I'm telling you, two point, you know, it's a three count. And like, holy shit, the ref actually like did one of those things where his hands coming down for three. Tommy kicks out, and the ref does like an alligator roll, make sure, so his hand doesn't hit the mat. Cool. <laughs> so yeah, even watching this match back, like for a split second, I was like, man, I thought Mayu was gonna steal it, <laughs> even though I know, obviously, know she didn't win the match. <laughs> you know you know what that's how you know good wrestling because especially in stardom with stardom world being um you know all the shows go up i don't know days if not a week after the results or after it actually happened so some you know there's often spoilers so you always know what's happening right <laughs> and then it's like you're still in the middle of the match and you get caught up in it because it's so good and you're like oh and then you know after you you pop for something you're like oh I'm re- I'm so, I'm so dumb I I know she can't win <laughs> yeah maybe the, this I, time on the third time I watch it it is a three count <laughs> I know your future uh, <laughs> yeah but there's like it was such a close like I'm telling you the ref takes a bump so his hand doesn't hit the mat for three I'm thinking like oh shit like well maybe I was wrong maybe this is the wrong show maybe she you know she gets a rematch or something. Because, you know, there's always that, <laughs> there's always that possibility. <laughs> so they both get up after that. Mayu almost steals the match. And that is a good call. What, like, what are the chances? So you're halfway through, the, three quarters of, 99% of the way through this match, and you're like, huh, maybe I just clicked on the wrong match. She does have a win. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> that's how close I was. I've done that before. I've done it where I'm thinking, oh, this is the match. And I'm like, oh, no, I guess I've had a rematch later down the line. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know the exact dates. (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) They both get up and charge at each other. Mayu has nothing left in the tank. Like, I don't even know why she bothered. Like, it's just like, you know, when you're like, it's like a a warrior. Like, I'm going to go out on my shield. Yeah. (laughs) Because she doesn't even try it. She just charges at Utami. Utami hits a running lariat and sends Mayu, like, landing on her neck. Ooh. Well, <laughs> she does that for fun, though. She, I mean, she, I don't know. It's, but, it's it, rubber up there. That's the one moment I'd say to go back and watch. It's, it's, like, the craziest thing where they both get up and Mayu doesn't even go for a move. Like, she doesn't go to reverse or dodge or anything. She's like, I, what do I do? I just charge. <laughs> Takes a, 
I love the fact that you said that that's the reason to watch. You've been talking about it for 40 minutes. It sounds like there's a lot of reasons to watch. And I might might as well tell you that Uncle Dave Melter gave this five stars. I don't know if you knew that. Yeah, well, I gave it six stars. <laughs> yeah, fuck you, Dave. <laughs> Startupfan.com. What do you? What have you done lately? <laughs> what else does he rate? <laughs> what did he? What did he rate you, Tommy versus Sherry? Probably five. Yeah, I'll give it six. If he rates it six, I'll give it seven. <laughs> I got more stars than you, bitch. <laughs> um, yeah, Tommy just takes. Bayou out with a huge running lariat. She picks her up for a big for a torture back a torture rack bomb again. Which you know I've been we've said that a lot. If you don't know that move, which used to be her oh, finish, finish where good. you pick yeah you pick a girl up over your head, you know, kind of like the and then you just drop her on her head. <laughs> you spin her out and like it's a power bomb. Hits her with one of those. Think she's gonna go for the pin? No. She looks at Mayu, gets back to her feet. Yes. Those <laughs> ones, not enough. It sets Mayu up like she's going to give her a power bomb. Lifts her up over her head. Picks Mayu straight up. Starts to spin. Hits her with that huge spinning razor's edge. One, two, three. We got a new champion. That's awesome. That's a hell of a recap. How did the crowd react at the end of that when they're not supposed to talk? I didn't really notice. Like the only time I ever noticed the crowd, and it's actually surprising that you would even notice it, but like it's definitely distinct. Where they're like, you can hear a pin drop at certain moments, mm-hmm. and then actually, it's there's two things because they're not they don't talk. All they do is clap, and then mm-hmm. when they're really getting into a moment, they they aren't even clapping. They're just like focusing yeah 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 and then if someone takes a big move like mayu's great or is she like a little land on her neck and like jesus is she like yeah like the ref literally dives over her to make sure she sells so good that tommy didn't knock her out and it goes from quiet which you think it's dead quiet but it's not because you can hear a pin drop <laughs> like it's that quiet that's awesome and then when there's like a really close moment like where Mayu almost stole it at the end with a roll up because it's like all she had left in her, and uh, Tommy kicks out. You can literally hear, like I said, a whole building. Like the air just left the room where you just hear <gasps> <laughs> from ten thousand people at the same time. <laughs> I you know what? I love that. So I'm not. So ugh, I know this is like I'm long winded, but. Dude, you worked more. you worked hard on one. You wanted to do a freaking review, and you know what? Actually, this. It gives me inspiration for we've been talking about forever it'd be fun to take a match and it'd actually be fun to do a lot of them and since there's no like english commentary that's good other than stew but he's not good fuck stew uh, i'm gonna have his job in a couple of years anyway that's what that's what i'm saying we take a match we do we dub english commentary right over it and since you know this match by heart i see no better match to start with <laughs> <laughs> so i watched this match back like Five times, six times. Sounds like it. You know it yeah. by heart. Yeah, I know. Move for move. <laughs> I started noticing the little details, right? So at the beginning of the match, I talked about how they both come out looking like superstars. And then I started thinking, there's some mind games there. Because Tommy comes out, and she's got a mask. Wait, that's my gimmick. Tommy comes out, and she's got a cool robe. 
That's my Hughes gimmick. Tommy oh, comes cool. out. <laughs> and she's got the big ass flag, so it's basically like I'm the newer, better version of you. Yeah. And then Mayu, she's like before the match starts, all right, let me give us let's give a little friendly handshake, a little competitive handshake, and she just shrugs it off. And she's like, This bitch. Bell rings. Now she wants to shake my hand. So there's all sorts of mind games going. <laughs> and, that, and like, it's literally, I think she won the match before it even started because remember at the beginning, I said they lock up. And when has Mayu ever been known to try to overpower anyone, let alone Utami? So she's trying to prove something here. Yeah, she's proven a point to the big rookie, right? And you know what? She powered through. But how long is that going to last? You think you're going to overpower Utami? And they lock up again, and there's more mind games. This time, Utami's like, "Okay, so you over you think you you're not going to be able to overpower me?" I know she knows she's going to have to rely on uh, being a ring veteran. But oh no, I'm a superstar, and she just starts out wrestling Mayu. It's like I can do anything you can do better. <laughs> Basically, awesome. the whole match is like Mayu trying to one-up Utami, while Utami's just focused on winning the match. That's awesome. But Utami, or Mayu, basically, she just keeps doing these, what she can do, because she cannot wrestle Utami. She cannot power her. Utami is strategically just dissecting, like, uh, Mayu's neck and back and all sorts of things, so she doesn't have her speed. The only thing left for Mayu to do is keep doing these crazy high-risk moves and landing on her head and diving outside the ring, and basically she blows herself up. I like the story of that match. That's awesome. And finally, after the match. Yeah, was there handshakes? Did she uh, take the mic? So both girls, obviously, they get the cold spray, they get the water, they get the ice packs. Um, Something interesting Starlight's the one trying to help out Mayu with the ice packs and whatnot, and Mayu just shoves Starlight like to the floor and just walks out. Oh, very frustrated. And I said that uh, Mayu was using the original red belt with the uh, wings and being yeah. a stardom like original and all. Um, Rossi comes into the ring to hand her the belt, and he's holding the original belt and a brand new, redesigned, shiny, clean incredible that you know you know the belt brand new one obviously utami chooses a new belt for the new era so there's a little symbolism there <laughs> that's awesome utami's the first one to hold the new belt yeah that's well, sweet um i think so i do think so i think uh they did have a new belt and then mayu just was did not accept it she was oh, like, <laughs> fair enough it was supposed to be for mayu and she wanted the uh, original belt did want to finish that matchup. You, you did everything so good. Did Utami take the mic? What did she say? I am the new red champion after defeating Mayu Iwatani. Mayu Iwatani, an icon of stardom and the world, was really strong and tough, and I felt the weight of 10 years of that history. From now on, as the daughter of Big Daddy... <laughs> <laughs> I'll become a leader who will lead a new era of stardom. The beginning era of my stardom. First opponent of this red defense would be on December 20th. 
at blah 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 arena i had like a strong challenger who's suitable the face <laughs> who could grace be graced by my presence basically i had two more things now that i'm looking at this thing i this tab i didn't know about so big daddy was actually her dad was actually at the show <laughs> and um post-match comments back backstage she goes what's up what about they ask her about her next uh her first challenger momo watanabe she goes i got one loss and one draw with momo so far but i am not just utami hayashishida now i am a red belt champion and will lead stardom i'm hayashishida utami so i won't lose so easily even if I'm in the same class, I won't give up. Since I took the belt from Mayu Iwatani, I want to defeat Momo-san as well. <laughs> they ask her, what about uh, wrestling in this Edian? They've actually been there a few times now, but it must have been one of the first times. It's a, that's a big uh, arena. Edian, yeah, they're, that's what they're asking her about. Like, it's your first time wrestling there. She goes, well, it was just announced today. It will be held at that Budokan. And of course, I, Utami Hayashishida, will be the one walking away, walking the final runway on the main event of that stage. On the big stage, that I want to show off recap the of one of the most of epic the matches of all time was Tommy amazing. Yo, great job. Uh, let's see if we can't go ahead and maybe finish this podcast up with just a, a quick uh recap of well, where, where she went, uh, you know, the, the rest of that year, her title run, and going into this year and into the future. So still had in my notes you know uh you know the end of 2020 uh that that um match you just recapped was match of the year like between tokyo sports um it was either even in the wrestling observer as a match of the year uh so she was back on getting her end of the year awards uh utami was what i actually thought was fun was this title uh brought utami back up to utami two belts and at the end of the year awards, she ends up winning best tag team award with Saya. <laughs> so so she... this is the setup. Exactly. This is the second time she's won that award, which means she won it the first time with Momo, the second time with Saya. So if you want to win the best tag team award, apparently all you got to do is team up with uh, <laughs> Utami. <laughs> yeah. Have her title reigns here. She defeats yeah, Momo Watanabe. And then Micah, Saya Kamatani, E. Priestley. And... That was a fun match. I actually bullet um, bullet pointed that match because that's the match. Uh, that was B. Priestley's last match where she gave that like farewell that you can't watch without getting a little tear on there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's like, stupid Momo. <laughs> yeah, and they're like, maybe Momo friend. <laughs> best, best friend. I'm like, oh. Yeah, which is funny. I always thought she could speak Japanese, but she's like, Momo. Yeah, what you, gosh, damn. Chat, what, does anyone know what she used to call her? Like, B. Priestley had, like, a feud with Momo Watanabe. And she'd call uh, I her, like, st- like, stupid Momo or something like that. And then, like, she, <laughs> yeah. She, she loses to, yeah, she loses to Utami, and she's, like, on her way out. And she's like, stupid Momo. I'm or like, I'm sorry. Maybe you were my best friend the whole time. Oh, that was so cool. B Priestley used to be Queen's Quest, so she must have like. And then she went to Oedotai, I think, right? I have assumed that 
when B Priestley first came in, yeah, I think they were uh, team members together, so they probably worked a lot. Yeah, so it's like a Mayu Starlight situation where she goes yeah. to a different group and they're rivals, but if like Starlight ever quit or you know she comes back, she's like, yeah, you know what, Mayu, you were my best friend. <laughs> and she faces Shiri. And this match goes 43 minutes and 19 seconds, ending in a double knockout. Neither of them can continue. That was a kick-ass match. Yeah, the Shuri series is what built it. I really want that to start back over for the new summer of Utami. And that wasn't a... uh, Actually, how long... They have an hour for title matches? Because 43 minutes, 19 seconds, and it doesn't say no no time limit. No, no, no. They did 30 minutes and then the referee started it. And then basically they had the double count out because they just like kicked each other's ass for so long that they were so tired. They just like stayed down for the 10 count. It was fucking amazing. They asked for more, (laughs) another half hour or more time. Yeah. They gave it to him. They're like, we don't want it to end this way. And they gave it to him. (laughs) That was one of that was probably one of the best matches ever. Then she has a match with Natsuko Toro where Natsuko's knee explodes unfortunately <laughs> she like jumps down from the apron like the simplest thing that every wrestler has done a million times i say fortunately because i swear to you i felt like toro was going to win that match i felt like she was built up to win that damn match i was dreading that match the whole, whole build i'm like oh my god this is going to happen <laughs> <laughs> then she hurt herself yeah and then, and now... and then that opened the way for shuri and now, then she had remember from Marvelous. We just call her like Alvin, like Alvin Chipmunk, like uh, <laughs> T- Takumi Aroa. And that was actually a no time limit match, but she only needed, I only needed like thirty minutes. That's always pretty. That's pretty cool, right? When like it's like, oh, here's a champion from another company, and then like, yeah, yeah, the the, cha- the other champion, like you're a fan of, is like yeah, yeah, yeah but like come back when you're actually skilled and in hazuki i believe it's her comeback match she just gets a world of style world of stardom title match yeah hazuki's pretty cool and uh but at the time i think she came back and she had a couple matches and i didn't quite get her like because i didn't know hazuki like because i'm newer also so i didn't know hazuki her previous uh run so when she came back and got a a title shot, I'm like, who's this Suzuki? And quite frankly, she had a lot of ring rust. I don't think Suzuki of uh, 3-11-2021 was anywhere near 11-3. I... That's 11. Yeah, those 11-3-2021. <laughs> For what it's worth. Yeah, in November. Yeah, because she's nowhere near as good as she is now. No, she was good, but she was like... She wasn't she as was... cool. Yeah, well, she was like wrestling <laughs> like she was... It's like... I think she went she leave in like 2018, I think, 2019. 2018, I think. She was wrestling like she was still in like the old shitty Oedo tie, and she didn't realize like, oh, I should be wrestling like I'm in the new awesome stars. And then she defeats Micah again in a rematch. So that's like a rivalry. That's well, very one-sided, but it is a rivalry. I don't know if Micah's ever been able to beat Utami. They had a um, match for uh, the Futures belt. And Utami beat her there, too. And then finally, that's almost... I mean, not like a... I don't think we need to do a whole breakdown of that match, but... 
No, but if there was a, it was another great one. If we're gonna sort of end end the, well, we can sort of yeah, it's summarize like our thoughts on uh, the Red Queen Utami to to close out uh, a pod the podcast. But yeah, I mean, this match was great. And in twenty twenty one, the story of at least the second half of the year, maybe from May on, was uh, Shuri's like rise and like just almost like getting there almost beating utami and not having enough so when december well, 29th it, rolled around it teased it at um when utami actually faced shiri in the five star and they went to a draw there too mm-hmm. and then utami's a champ shiri finally gets her shot at her and they go to a time limit draw a second time they ask for more time it's like okay like you know like listen we've already had gone to two time limit draws. We need more time. Ends in a double knockout. And at least in stardom, I don't know the rest of the Joshi world, but 43 minutes is unheard of. <laughs> you know, like 25 minutes, 30 minutes, that's almost unheard of. That doesn't happen more than a couple times a year. So, like, 43 minutes is nuts. Yeah. So over an hour's worth of wrestling at that point. Yeah. And all of it good. So it was built up for, I mean... At the time, I mean, I don't, I go back and forth on who my favorite is, but at the time, I was definitely rooting for, and it, it was all, it was a brilliant build. I was rooting for Shuri to beat, beat our Red Queen. Yeah. And we've decided that this year we want the same thing to happen because Tommy beat Shuri in the five star this year. And you had a good call where you're like, someone usually beats the champion in the five star and they get a title shot. Yeah, it's, it's it's like awesome. It's easy storytelling, and quite frankly, if it's and they need to start like now because you know we're over way past halfway through the year here. They can do the exact same thing, except it's a redemption story. Oh, it's the, not the exact the... same story. Utami now just like feuds against Shuri until Utami wins it back, and then they just do this for the next five years, and everybody's happy. Yeah, so we've decided <laughs> that we really like uh, Shuri's chase. For for the belt winning the five star and facing Utami in December that we just want Utami to beat Shiri for the belt. Shiri wins the five star and we see it all over again. Yeah, I thought you were gonna say we also agree with we loved Shuri's race for the belt better than her title reign so far. That actually is fascinating. What does she have? One, two, three, four, five. Shuri has six, a lot seven, of defenses eight, too. Nine. So she's almost caught up. Yeah, she's caught up to Mayu She'll have eight title defenses, I believe. Shiri will after on this upcoming pay per view if she wins. My or Utami held the belt for like over four hundred days, and she only had I think eight defenses. What did mm-hmm. I say? Nine, nine, nine. Yeah. So going to leave it off on a positive because Utami. Hey, uh, can I real talk. quick? Well, yeah, yeah. Honestly, I've been talking a lot. I don't, oh, I don't feel well, like I'm talking over you the whole thing. No, it's cool. Your your stuff was awesome, man. I loved it. Um, I just thought it'd be fun because uh, to finish up and the um, everything you need to know about Utami Pod. I, um, the bullet points I had was uh, going jumping back a little bit. January fifth, twenty twenty one. Everyone knows that is a Wrestle Kingdom date. Utami, along with Izumi, Saya, Himika, Mika, and Natsu Poi, they represent Stardom for the first time in a New Japan ring in a dark match at Wrestle Kingdom. And of course, Queen's Quest, Queen's Quest wins that match. Of course. Bow down. But I was going to say, 
unless you want to talk a little bit about um, Utami loses the world title to Shiri uh, 12-29-2021 so right at the end of the year and she has a little bit of a slump where she's not really doing anything she's like winning she's like 50-50 winning and losing matches like she's just kind of like stagnating mm-hmm. she had a big win over Azumi where she like claimed the throne as Queen's Quest official leader but other yeah, than that that's actually she, my bullet point for um well, is is the 2022? I actually literally wrote disappointing so far. 2020. <laughs> that's that's this. That I think I wrote that like maybe right before or not including uh, the start to the G1. <laughs> or, I did it again. Five star. <laughs> uh, we did gloss over the fact that from Wrestling Observer and like Tokyo Sports, and this includes. Every wrestler and the Tokyo Sports poll included every wrestler. Utami won, like every wrestler in the world, men, women. Utami won the 2021 um, Wrestling MVP award. Like she best also, wrestler in the world. She also won the Stardom Fan Award, being awesome. <laughs> yeah. You were talking about um, a disappointing year so far. Yeah, so far, but then it, it, like you said, it picked up May 15. Utami wins the right in a five way to be called the Queen's Quest leader. And then it sort of starts turning around. Um, we're, uh, at least I'm a few shows behind. And uh, as Enigma says, it's okay to say the stardom G1 or the five stars. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, her. Beating Shuri is huge and starts the summer of Utami. So, like, leaving it off there on, you know, what do you think her future is? Basically, I mean, she's still young as can be, 22. And it's it, the, the, the thing is, she accomplished so much so early. So it, that's why it feels like a letdown. I mean, we talked about it earlier when uh, we were watching some some highlights. Yeah, she lost, like, twice in her first, like, two years like it's ridiculous like she doesn't lose so the fact that she lost like twice already this year just feels weird like it feels like a bad year because you're not used to watching Utami's shoulders on the ground <laughs> well a lot of her yeah well that's what I was saying because she usually gets the win for her teams but she's got she still won a lot of sing. well I guess you could say she didn't have a lot of singles matches it's just been a lot of tags and trios matches where she doesn't even really lose she just like it's just there like mm-hmm. she's been a mediocre year where like your teammates will cost her matches which maybe that's what her way of taking vacation she's like I got my ass kicked being the champion for Yo, over a year can I just Tommy... be in a bunch of six women's and like hang out for like a couple months, please? That's what it felt like, at least at the beginning of the year, right? Until she finally had a war with Saya. <laughs> Tommy has never smiled more than like the first month after losing the red belt. <laughs> uh, that's funny. We pretty much touched on everything that mattered. You went through her title reigns and all that kind of fun stuff. And what leaves us right now, I guess, is what are your thoughts on the future? And then I did have one silly question at the very end. Well, as the world's uh, foremost expert on Utami, <laughs> um, I was going to say the thing with Shiri is fascinating. So he touched on a draw in the five star. 
Mm-hmm. They have a title match. They draw. <laughs> they have a third match at the end of the year. Tommy loses. And and the end of December, we were talking. She has a mediocre just first half of 2022, where she's just meddling around. A five star gets underway. She loses her first match, and then she's got to face Shuri in the the second night. Yeah, and she beats her. Yeah. <laughs> a woman in the middle oh my god That's a so woman cool. she's never beat before has only been able to draw and she beats her in under 15 minutes with her finisher yeah she has comments <laughs> this is fascinating i got my first pinfall on shiri <laughs> that's the first time she's ever beat her she's like i beat shiri and then she says shiri <laughs> yeah it's fucking shiri no one beats her <laughs> yeah she, she was really strong but here in otaku the last one to stand is utami Hayashishida. last year after losing the belt to shiri at the end of the year i haven't been able to shine as an individual but now i'm back even though I'm in so much pain, and even though I'm in so much pain, I've only finished two matches of this five star. We'll fight as hard as we can for the next two months. So follow us as hard as you can for the next two months. 2022, Tommy Hayashida will bring you the best summer ever. Until then, have a great summer. Love it. Yeah, we were saying it's the summer of Utami. Fuck yeah. So is that what you're thinking? Like, if, let's fantasy book going forward. Like, who else do you think fights Shuri in December? I mean, we're assuming Shuri holds the belt in December, right? Or well, November. Probably. Yeah, right? And then she had other comments. <laughs> when I say comments, they always say uh, she... Oh, yeah, she did that. They actually did give her the mic. That... <laughs> Usually only do that when you close the show, but I guess when there's 20 matches on a card, mm-hmm. I guess they're fine with it. It's like, give me the mic. I beat Shuri, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so for, that's Shuri's first loss of the year. Yeah, that was that was big. And God's Eye was both strong, too. Even the uh, Mirai number one and Mirai number two. It's the first time. I mean, that'd be fascinating to look into, too. She says that's the first time she beat Sherry. I'm like, if that's counting tags and whatnot, that might be. I think that might literally be the first time she's ever beat her. So, what's your thoughts? Well, my thoughts are Tommy's thoughts, where she says, "I got my first pinfall on the world champion and my biggest <laughs> rival, Sherry. She took the red belt from me at the end of the year, and since then, I haven't been able to do anything as an individual for a long time. But today." a new day it's just one match and i don't think of it as an official competition but i beat the red belt champion shuri there's still many matches to go and there'll be many more battles to fight but in 2022 tommy hayashishida will make a great comeback please look forward to it everyone like it now yeah i don't know my thoughts are just like i was thinking like what the fuck why is utami like Tommy, come on. Actually, you in the last podcast you were talking about like remember she did like an interview where she was like doubting herself and we actually thought like, oh, is that real? 
It was after she lost the her the world title, and then she lost to Saya, right? Mm-hmm. So she yeah, and she was basically just like down on herself, or she's talking about it was her saying, "I hope I was a good red belt champion," but everyone just told me like you're not as good as Mayu. <laughs> And then I was thinking, oh, there's some self-doubt there, and then she's just, like, losing a bunch of matches. But she's back. She's back. So please look forward to it, everyone. All right. What do you say, pal? Everybody, thanks for hanging out and talking some stardom and Utami Haida Shishida. Oh, wait, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. You wanted to ask, um... Oh, yeah, I mean, if, um... This is, um... This, uh, Utami... Uh, podcast deep dive thing is something uh we wanted to do since we started was like a meet the wrestlers sort of gimmick and we decided to start with utami and we were going to have a a vote or a poll and maybe it'll go up on the community tab too but you guys who are actually hang out with us are the ones that matter the most who would you like to see next and uh we're not doing enigma unless someone hits the super chat just throwing it out or or we're not doing enigma <laughs> that was a uh, 40 and slip enigma we're not doing azumi unless <laughs> you hit the super chat so azumi doesn't get done for free so other than azumi who would you guys <laughs> like us to do a deep dive on next <laughs> or natsuko natsuko toro that's gonna cost <laughs> that's a super chat button oh that's funny <laughs> And he and says then, I knew that was coming. He watched. He listens. He actually listens to the podcast, so he knows. I I I call him out whenever I can. <laughs> <laughs> Talk for glory. Search it on YouTube, everybody. Tam Nakano. I actually like your... all these. Yeah, Starlight Waka Tam uh, Waka. What sounds interesting? Saya, didn't you say she did like the idol thing for a minute? She'd probably be fun to do a little mm. history on. Tam, the thing with Tam, Tam would Tam would be a multi-parter, but uh, the thing with Tam is like, uh, well, Tam might be impossible because like she just <laughs> somehow managed to scrub all information about herself off the internet. I'll tell you what though, if she, so if she doesn't have an early childhood like we got to do with Utami, and she just has, if we start like the deep dive with Tam Nakano, where it's so she takes a exploding barbed wire bat and blows a girl up. <laughs> Thecla's good. Oh, how about Lady C? Well, Lady's good. What brings us more viewers? Why do you why do you make a video of it? I mean, Utami was a good choice. Wow, that's actually a good idea. Look at fucking Enigma. The Hanan sisters, just all of them. Just <laughs> <laughs> that's not a bad idea either. All right. Well, that's awesome. We'll decide from there. And other than that, thanks for hanging out, everybody. For all our links. Uh, hop on stardomfan.com it's going through a little bit of an adjustment as we find our identity but it still has our links to the YouTube uh, don't be afraid to click on the Ko-Fi or coffee uh, link and, and throw a couple bucks this way because why not hit oh. the super chat if you want to support monetarily if you can afford it um, other than that we do this because we are stardom fans and it is pound for pound the best pro wrestling in the world just for watching the YouTube and hanging out with us, you're supporting us. And, you know, there's so every night, you know, before you go to bed, if you click on play all under the uh, stardom fan uh, YouTube, <laughs> that would be a fine idea. Also, <laughs> just be like, if, I, if, 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 you know, all two point something thousand subscribers just clicked play all every night. We'd be okay with that. <laughs> and I, I gotta, we wouldn't I gotta even take... have to beg for money at that point. 
I gotta make a pl- now. I gotta make a playlist. It's like just play this before you go to bed. Uh, <laughs> and all, yeah, play this yeah. before you go to bed, and make sure you click replay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and if uh, you're into podcasts, it seems like Apple's the place uh, to leave reviews. Um, you know, anytime and whatever you listen to on, anytime you can leave a review, that helps with analytics to to throw the podcast up there. I'm personally a podcast fan, so that's why I like to do audio only type stuff. Uh, we started this with um, basically with the intent was I couldn't find a good stardom podcast and there's a couple out there and I'm not trying to throw hate, but it wasn't for me. And I was like, I'm going to make the podcast that I want, you know, so if someone, you know, the thing you want isn't out there in the world, just then just create it. So yeah. that's, that's why we did this <laughs> and just search, uh, search stardom fan or the links for the podcast will also be on stardomfan.com. That might be all our stuff. <laughs> That's why we're good. You're like, because you know, I hate doing uh, editing audio, and you're like, I love it. And that's like, my I love favorite doing... thing to do. <laughs> I have such an audio file. It's it's ridiculous. It's way and too I'm... old school of me because it <laughs> probably doesn't pay. But boy, <laughs> do I love audio. <laughs> and I love doing the video stuff. Yeah, so it so it works out. And while we're at it, I'll put it at the end of the the podcast too because it's fun. And he always shows up to our streams. One, uh, you know, people in the chat, you guys are awesome. Fucking Enigma is uh, with Talk for Glory. Search that he's got a podcast and search that on uh, YouTube. They do live streams and pretty much talk all wrestling. We had Hendrix. We had uh, Ebzo Dobo. We had oh Jesus, so many people. New Age Weeb who. Loves a zoomy, but then also, I don't know, just loves a zoomy. What are you gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, everyone does, but us can't, can't hate on them. But no, thanks for hanging out. It's cool. It's a Friday night, talk some stardom, and we had fun listening to you talk for uh, about a Utami High Shishida championship match. That was cool, brother. And we are done being live. Oh, what did I put up? That's like. Here, this video is running limited or no ads due to content identified as not suitable for most viewers. You heard it here fo- first, folks. Utami is too hot for advertising. <laughs> <laughs> you got this new age weeb saying Utami is... This pisses me off either way because he said Utami, Azumi 1, Starlight 2, Momo, and Utami are tied. And... All right, if, if I may, before you get too crazy... He is also the one that has thanked you for making it so much easier and fun to follow stardom since he just started a couple months ago. <laughs> so before you go too nuts. <laughs> well, I he's, you still have time. For, for Quite frankly, <laughs> if, if he's basing everything on you, you're doing something wrong. He is an Izumi fan, despite of <laughs> following your videos. <laughs> no, 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 it is funny when people troll me, though. Now it's, it's actually starting to become a thing. People just comment about Izumi. Which I can't tell if it's like trolling me or not, or if people really think that. No, I like, think we're the only two in the world that don't love Izumi. <laughs> it's kind of like because Mayu at this point she became she's the eye <laughs> I'm going to keep talking about it I don't care uh, no hold on it's just so funny Hendrix basically 
It's funny. It basically summed up the whole entire <laughs> thing because you just hopped on chat, so you didn't know what was, people were talking about because you're, you're just doing the podcast. And uh, he just writes, you know, everyone's been talking for like 10 minutes at a Zoom. He's very cool. Then all of a sudden, Stardom fan <laughs> looks at the chat and says, hey, <laughs> new age. <laughs> That's fucking funny. <laughs> she, all right. All right. That's the last I'll say about Zoopy. It goes Tommy. We're just talk. I was. I you know. I can't rank the whole roster and have it in front of me. It goes Tommy number one. There's the Queen's Quest. Then Saya. Then Lee. Actually, it goes Tommy. Lady C. Well done. <laughs> Tied at second with Saya Kamatani. Makes sense. Then Miu. That's all right. Then Hina. Yeah, then, I, she's my least favorite Hanan sister. Then the flag. Then the, <laughs> the flag. The flag's pretty cool. Oh wait, then the robes and the jersey. Then the person at the Dollar Tree who sells Zutami her roses. <laughs> then Azumi. Yeah, that sounds about right.